0: welcome to another episode of lpo as always your host here is luis john and paola myself i hope that everybody's having a good night thus far and i'm super excited we're we're less than nine days to get the mls going on so how are you luis um doing tonight
1: no, well, thank you to everybody. Uh, my, our, my apologies for for, uh, for jumping a little late. Um, th- uh, things that happen when you do live, live shows. Um, sorry to our Twitter people from LPO. Uh, unfortunately, for some reason, the, the system is not allowing me to broadcast it live on Twitter, but it allowed me to broadcast live on my own Twitter. I don't know why. So I retweeted my, <laughs> myself. And uh, you guys can still watch it. Uh, so thank you, everyone that's joining in live. I guess it's our it's, it's, uh, issue with StreamYard. So thank you to all the, about 13, 14 people watching us right now. Thank you so much. Uh, excited for what's coming to Orlando. Um, Luis Muriel, definitely a reality. I'm also very excited about, you know, the form that the team is on and, and is showing uh, pretty good things, especially with, um, you know, uh, Nico Lodero taking like a really big uh, kind of veteran presence in the midfield. And then we'll talk about uh, some guy, I guess, tweeted something funny on on Twitter a few days ago. We'll discuss that later. John, how are you, my friend? I'm good, buddy. I'm good.
2: I just uh, – I got to go to the Society 21 game, so that was awesome. See the boys in action, you know. I can – I can almost taste the season, you know? It's like, can I just you can reach out and grab it? We're we're that close. So I can't wait.
0: Oh, you got that that little preview last Saturday. And that was that is our first agenda item for today. So let's talk about the Society 21 game. The our Lions played against the Rev in a close uh preseason scrimmage against the Rev, like I said. Um at 7 p.m. on Saturday, the boys nailed it. Three to one, we won. And, John, since you went to the game, and I remember me and you both went last year's game. I don't know if you remember, but comparing last year's game versus this year's game, do you saw a difference? Talk up, Talk about a little bit about your experience on, on Saturday.
2: So I didn't even think about that, but last year's Society 21 game at Alceola uh, Heritage Park is with, when all three of us first met the first time. Yes, yeah. yes, they're,
0: absolutely. They're
2: that's so, right. That's right. Um, this game w- was really cool. It was really well done by the club. They just sort of opened up one side. They opened up the east side of the stadium. Uh, like everyone was coming through gate B. They just sort of had everybody hanging out in the lower bowl of that side of the stadium. Uh, I would say, like. Mm, you know maybe a thousand people there hard to say really uh but everyone got to see different players so there was uh Dennis Chin was there and Tally Hall was there and Carrie Lawrence was there uh they were just like making signings which was really cool to see uh everyone was standing around chit-chatting you know a bunch of uh Orlando originals just uh shooting it up so that was great and I want to say hi to anybody who came over and spoke to me uh, I had some really great conversations with people who, who told me that they watch the pod and that they uh, really. Oh, really? Nice. I love everything we do. So we uh, we super appreciate that here, um, and uh, thank you for coming up to talk to us. It was really great to speak to you guys. Uh, in terms of the soccer, I would say we we just look really good. You know, we look sharp. We look uh, we looked on our game. The first the first goal we were just not really switched on yet. I, it was really kind of hard to see what happened because it all just happened so fast. I was barely paying attention. It was like two minutes into the game. Uh, but I think we just weren't really quite switched on enough. And, uh, you know, Mikey got, they got in behind him and sort of Schlegel was slightly out of position when they got that first goal. Then after that, it was sort of all us. Uh, the passing really looks really smooth. Uh, and we just, the press game as well, we were pressing them very well. Uh, It's hard to say whether the revolution are good or not, right? Like they had so much turmoil um, going on. So going into this season with a new coach, a similar team for them, but it's hard to say whether, you know, they were on their game or not. But at times we looked like we were definitely the better team and we were all over them. And in a way that sort of made them look a little bit flustered, Like sort of like they didn't quite know what to do at times, the way that we passed, the speed that we passed the ball, the pressing that we were putting (laughs) on them. Uh, And that sort of led to to, two or three of the goals that you saw uh, in the highlights. That's my my overall um, takeaway. We can dive a little bit more into some other interesting things. But uh, from your guys perspective on the outside, you know, looking at the highlights, um, you know, what do you think about the game and the way we played?
1: Well, personally I think uh, I think they need to stay consistent you know I mean it's a preseason game I'm not gonna go and and say yeah you know it reminds me how uh, you know Real Madrid plays you know or Manchester City obviously but you know I'm not gonna get super excited about it. I'm excited that they're in great shape great form and I think it's because we've kept our core you know and and, and uh, difference from other years uh, Orlando has kept his whole entire core and has added exciting players and also players that are really, really fighting to put themselves to have a leadership role, you know, talking about uh, Robin Jansen, you know, being possibly a new captain, you know, uh, Facundo Torres being more present with a brace, right? I mean, more of a, more of a protagonist, not a supporting cast role. You know, I like that. And Nicolodero playing what, And I'm sorry I'm gonna say this. You guys may hate me, but doing what maybe Mauricio, in a way, Mauricio Pereira kind of lacked, you know, in that in that position, he's showing right now. You know, at 34, he's on a higher level, playing in a higher level. We'll see what happens, and hopefully, it's not he doesn't pull an Aaron Rodgers on us, right? Uh, If people watch uh, American football,
0: don't jinx it, please. (laughs) <laughs>
1: i'm i'm knocking on wood right now, but i'll give the mic to paula
0: no um and and i totally agree with with what luis just said i saw the second goal for faku that it was a free kick um from nico to to that side of that of that um that side of the of the of the park and faku did um did the second goal if i'm not mistaken so we look sharp. I'm trying to, and and John, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was like a four, two, three, one, um, uh, uh, formation, right?
2: You know what it is, and it's so funny that you mentioned this, Luis, because it was Mauricio. You know how we used to put Mauricio in the sort of I call it the eight tash slash ten role. Where, like, he's one of the D mids, but he's more aggressively forward, and he's he was almost like a a central of the park playmaker. That's you know, and we used to do it with Mauricio and Pato. Remember that we used to put Pato in the center attacking mid and push. That's exactly what he did, except for it worked because Nico could do it better than Mauricio.
1: I mean, it's just it's just quality. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean. Obviously, a lot of fans were saying, you know, but he, you know, he's 34 years old. I mean, like I said, you know, I'm not going to get super excited. I think it's great that he's adapted. Like, he's causing an immediate impact. Like, you see a pre, pre Lodero and post Lodero happening right now. Yeah. Let's see what you know. Let's see if we see that when it really matters, right? Uh, Which is you know coming up against Cavalry, right? Because I'm sure he's going to be a starter against Cavalry now. I want to ask you, John, a question. When it comes to to what you saw, so was Cartagena your your a, a, a so a, so it was playing it, it was played not with uh, the double pivot. It was just Cartagena, right? Just Cartagena as a six, as a lone. Yeah, six.
2: Cartagena pretty deep as the six, and then okay. Rado playing essentially as like a center mid. You know, box the box almost, but and then Ojeda the play- was your ten, but the main playmaker, which kind of allowed Ojeda to be the ten, <laughs> but more of like a second striker kind of like ten, a false less in way. right, less of a I'm up here to create. I, he's like I'm up here to sit right behind the striker, and him and Enrique were making some really nice, um, almost sort of like interchanges where he would go ahead of Enrique, Enrique would come back behind him. Uh, that looked really not. It was a very free roll in the middle of the park for, for Ojeda because he had Moreto behind him pulling the
1: strings. That's interesting that you say that, um, you know, because at media day for Orlando City, Ojeda, there's three things I got from what he said. He said, I want more minutes. I want to score more goals. <laughs> you know, like he kind of, you could tell, he realized, hey, shit, I'm a DP. I should be probably doing some more, you know. And uh, if Pareja is able to pull this up with uh, Nico and Ojeda on a lineup, I'm all in. Uh, what, what, what do you think about that, Paula?
0: No, for sure. I was gonna, I was gonna say to our audience. I don't know if everybody had the chance to uh, see the starting lineup for Saturday, but it was. Um, in the back four, we had uh, Jensen, we had Holiday, we had Galese, obviously, uh, Schlegel, Smith, uh, Torres, Ojeda in the front uh, with Torres, Angulo, Cartagena in the middle, and Enrique um, at top. So whoever was asking and imagining Ojeda and Torres back into the formation oscar is trying to pull it off this year that's my my gut saying that so um i mean um we're gonna see changes in the beginning of the season for sure like we saw last season the difference is you said it luis we stay with the core and now the team has that connectivity that gelling that they were trying to pull off the beginning of the season of last year so it's gonna be a different it's gonna be a different uh mindset of formation this this season um and today the club um they posted a interview with loredo and he looked happy like if you haven't had the chance to listen to that yeah
1: gabby's a beast seven seven minute um
0: interview is super great work by the club and he was honest. He said why he's he's here in Orlando, why he picked Orlando. Um, he even talked about his predecessor, Mauricio Pereira. He was a key of him being in this club. So watched it. I'm I'm super excited for for this season for for the club. It's given me good good sense of uh, I smell I smell a trophy. I don't know, but. I have high hopes well, for I mean, this year.
1: Let's let's hope let's hope that that's you know I think I think the team deserves it. I think that the, I think the city, the fans deserve it. I mean, one of the most loyal fan bases in the MLS for sure, since two thousand and ten, I believe. You know, since be, the very be early epic years.
0: If we won this trophy, like we went from this,
1: we went from this to this, right? I think it's about time, guys.
0: I want that little little star in our logo.
1: So what (laughs) do you guys think about um, the the left back and right back situation?
2: Quickly, before we go into that, I'm going to say one thing on the formation. Uh, Not having a double pivot makes me a little nervous. Yep. I think it was very attacking. I love that he got all four of our attacking mids, you know, like Angulo, all four of those guys in one formation. I don't think we're going to play that against the better teams. We might bust that out if we need a goal. Right, we're chasing a game. I think we're still going to see the double pivot most of the time. I'm just gonna, I think we didn't start, see it because
0: couldn't. Araujo just came in um, from his international duty. So that's why I'm thinking, let's start with this formation, let's see how it goes. But we're not gonna play that against a Nashville FC type of game situation
1: maybe this is something that the fans and a lot of people were asking oscar is to kill kill its prey in the first 15 minutes 15 20 minutes right score first and maybe this is a way of maybe yeah we're playing a red bulls you know we're playing charlotte you know those those games that we should be winning Right. Because uh, we have a better roster. Uh, let's just not be, I'm not trying to be like uppity or, or, you know, believing the hype, but I'm just saying, you know, that we are better than certain teams. So maybe that's, maybe he, that's one of his plans, right? right? Using that formation, like you said, John, to chase the game, to, you know, to, to, to chase, you know, some goals and, and, and get, get on the forefront right away and then control the pace of the game the rest of the game. And maybe you bring your double pivot in the second half and you free up the back line for them to do their thing, right? And, uh, yeah. What were you going to ask before I I said that? Sorry.
0: Oh, no. He was asking about the left back and right back situation. We saw Holiday in and Kyle Smith playing the left back. How did you feel – those position went on Saturday's game.
2: Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised by Kyle Smith as a left back. I think it's the kind of guy that like Oscar has a lot of faith in putting him in different positions and he does, he does seem to perform and he was, he was getting up the field more than like you saw the assist that he gave in there, you know, um, for uh, Faku's first goal, I think it was. He's definitely getting up the field on that left hand side and able to. He kind of, you know, he doesn't really use his left foot that much, but he's able to kind of turn inside and and put a ball in with his right foot, or I think contribute more than I, you know, usually would think from Kyle going forward, which was impressive to see. Uh, on the other side, though, Mikey, it, it was a little bit of like Mikey of old. Remember when he was being ignored for a while and he was just standing yeah. there in open so back space? Back to the
0: back to the beginning then with Mikey.
2: Yeah, it's just I don't. Sometimes with Mikey, I feel like he he's almost like too far ahead of himself. If that makes sense, like he's now like for a guy that we thought was a defensive right back, he, he's very far up the field. And then also when he gets the ball, sometimes he's he's like running. It, it's it's kind of just like a bull in a china shop. You know what I mean? He's just kind of very direct. But yeah, so he he's he, so he just runs. he needs to slow it down and be more like have more, more pace. Yeah. Like he needs to almost um, think more about what he's trying to do. A lot of the time, it just seems like he's trying to get up on that right side in an, and he is available. But then when he gets the ball, he just kind of runs directly done. at a guy. Mm-hmm. Um And there was a moment where, you know, he could have scored, he could have passed, like he was getting up there, but there was also a lot of times where he was being ignored. At one point, him and Faku kind of like switched like completely where,
1: Fox, was playing dropped
2: completely deep and, and Mikey was miles ahead of him. Uh and Fokker still didn't give him in the bowl. But anyway, <laughs> the point is um he looked good. He just I think he needs to have some minutes to get back into that into Mikey that we think. Yeah, I think he looks a little rusty. Um, but I think Dagger's probably gonna be starting there, you know. Did Dagger in uh went
0: into the game?
2: Dagger was not. Pictured there, but I believe he was there somewhere. We just oh,
0: he's not him. even in the bench. I didn't really, he wasn't that.
2: on the bench and he wasn't no, like no. Marima took pictures of Duncan and, and David on the other side. Uh huh, they were sitting in one of the suites on the other side of the stadium, but there was no picture of Dagger Dam. But I'm pretty sure he was there.
0: He was probably there. I don't yeah. think he went to
2: Iceland. I think that picture that he posted of his tattoo was when he went at Christmas and he got the tattoo. Do uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't well, think he's left out You're
0: tra- trying to track him down, huh, John? Uh,
2: I'm watching. I'm always on Dagger Watch, <laughs> so my Dagger Scope says he was in the same. <laughs>
0: scope. Here. I'm gonna call you that now, John. What is your Dagger Scope he, on this episode?
1: <laughs> he said Go that. Ahead, he,
0: sorry.
1: He said that the Ryback position for for him has been a blessing. It's pretty much what he said. He said that he thanks Oscar and his staff for that because pretty much gave him life to a point that now he could be a starter in his national team too, playing that position, right? And and that's great. You know, that's awesome. that's the impact that Pedro has in his national team. That's the impact that we hope and I hope Faku has probably his national team. Hopefully, in in the next uh, round of qualifiers for for CONMEBOL, you know, and and that's what we need to see. You know, um, you know, and he 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 he's like, you know, I, I love playing, right back now, and and that's my position. So he pretty much, he pretty much said to me, I'm gonna be the starting right back for Atlanta City for this season. You know, that's pretty much. I, mean, what I gotta doing. love
2: the confidence. You do. I gotta
1: love. I mean- oh, he's great.
0: That's that's the first step in that like you need the mentality to succeed in that in those type of positions. So I don't blame the guy. So I, I hope that he succeeds on on even more because we already we already saw that. Let's read some comments really quickly. Louise, do you want to read them?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have Mark Robinson. So is this happening? Yes, it's happening. Sorry, and my Mark. apologies for I had to go
2: to Sorry, the Mark. bathroom. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. It's my fault, that, too. Man.
1: but we're here. Jose A. Ramos says, B.H., thank you so much. Al Negron, have peace sign, peace sign, my friend. How are peace. you? Victor Rosa says, so what is the latest with Duncan McGuire?
0: Ooh, We're going to talk about that in a little about- bit. Let's, yeah. let's talk about someone that he's already supposedly, word on the street is he already landed in Orlando. And I'm talking about Luis Muriel that there's a possibility that tomorrow the club is going to announce it. But since probably they're hearing us, they're not going to announce it. They're going to announce it on Wednesday. (laughs) But I hope that they announce it soon. Um, Like you see there, Luis is sharing a picture from his Instagram. (laughs) Here
2: we go.
1: Well, if Bogart doesn't say it, I, I don't believe it, man.
2: Oh, you you don't. You're Boger over Fabrizio. That's where you stand.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Obviously, obviously, you know, it's fantastic that Orlando's getting that much good press. I'll be honest with you. I you mean, know, for having Fabrizio and Tom Boger, respectable journalists, putting that out. I mean, it, it shows the strides that we've made. You know, I'm sure you you John remember when you first were at the club how probably hard it was to get people to get interested in the team. And now
2: well, it's insane, man. Like we used to, you know, have to scrape the barrel to find players to come <laughs> play in USL and, you know, in a team. And so it's, it's crazy to me how many people are talking about it. Like if you look on X, there's a lot of people yeah. because Luis Muriel has, you know, been such a, a good striker and has had form. Like he's had patches where he, you know, was, top five, top 10, right. You know, in, in several leagues. So he's, he's definitely up there and everyone's talking about, is this going to be like the, is he going to have a reform, like sort of another great moment where he just, you know, natural finisher just bags us a butt ton of goals. I think that I would love to see that happen. I think overall he's, it's just a great signing. It's great to be, you know, looked at as, a club that is doing good things and bringing a guy like this over. I think if we look to our neighbors down South, yeah,
1: they've got, <laughs> you know, they've got five of these guys, but how do they do it? They just sign some, some young guy too. They uh, just sign
0: a youngster from yeah, Redondo, Dunia.
1: Redondo son. Yeah. Which he's not that great, by the a- way. Uh, and look, it, all I'll say is great. let's
2: wait until they're the beginning of the season. They actually have to show their roster layout then. And who's on what. Then we'll Andre's, know how yeah. this is all working for Miami, well, whether it isn't. But on Luis Muriel, I mean, I think he's he's that level of signing. Like I said, we need to bring in a name, and that uh, we were talking about different guys, and we couldn't really. We're like someone like this kind of guy. Luis is that is that guy for us, and I think he's gonna come bring a little bit of, you know, um, what's the word? Fame with him, right? A little bit of stardom to the team, uh, which is always good. I think we need a little bit of that, but also just that. What have we been lacking for the last three years? Is just someone just to put the ball in the back. Like those games, like the Columbus game where we got knocked out <laughs> this year, we just we just couldn't put it in the back of the net, could we? Right. And so you hope that Muriel is someone. Those games where Faku isn't stepping up and Ojeda isn't stepping up and no one's there, hopefully, Luis is the guy who just goes, "Give me the ball, I'll put it in the net."
0: And Let's and go. he can mentor, Ramiro Enrique. Even Ivan Angulo, like, hey, you have the speed. Let's put the ball behind that net. So I'm I'm super optimistic for this um signing. He there's there's word on the street again. Tomorrow he has scheduled his physical
1: medical, and probably right?
0: looking at the facilities and all that stuff. So my I I guess, I don't know. That tomorrow he could be announced. What do you think, Luis? Is tomorrow Wednesday? Yeah,
1: I think it's. I think it's about to happen. You know, if if you don't if if you don't hear anything by tomorrow, it's probably because I don't know. Uh, I just, I mean, he it, it's inevitable. I think it's happening. Um, this is a player to me that has a lot to prove to a lot of people. He wants to silence the doubters. First, people from his own home country saying that the MLS is no worth it. Two. People calling him a a washed out player, somebody that used to be great, but now he sucks. Sorry, uh, that's the word that they're using. Uh, And and three, I mean, I think he has a lot left in the tank. I think he's come to the perfect team for him in the MLS, you know, uh, with also Colombian coach with a huge Colombian community. A lot of people are not really realizing how huge of a Colombian community Orlando has this is going to be you know if you start seeing an angulo muriel partnership in the attacking third colombia is probably going to get a new winger the national team and muriel will go back to play in his national team again that's the big impact so all the, all all of that stuff is on stake. It's, it's at stake for him you know him coming back to his national team on the high, playing in the high level you know, and uh, also maybe Angulo gets a shot for the first time since he, you know, since youth playing in in Colombia's youth national team. So
2: I really hope he it, can be like a mentor. to Angulo. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah, it'd be it'd be fantastic. I think it's a win-win. It's a player that has a lot left in the tank, not a lot of nagging injuries. Somebody that can definitely uh, adopt and uh, be 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 a taking into Oscar's system and and work right away because you know he speaks the same language he kind of can fit in that role that oscar wants him to and and i think it's just fantastic uh now yes he's not a messi he's not a lukaku he's not a greaseman he's not a Giroud you know but you know he's not he's not a, a marcus rashford you know what i mean but he 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 obviously is a player that I believe in the MLS he has a lot left and and I'm just happy that he's here. You know, um at this level at
2: his age, he's yeah. he's still like in that sort of like I can I can do bits, you know, I can yeah. go out and score you 15 20 goals quite easily, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean look at Nani, look at Pato. You know, look at, you know, Absolutely. even uh if you want to take it back a couple of years, a couple of decades or a decade ago Batista, he came – right, he scored some big goals for Orlando City back in the day, right, John? So, you know, it, 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 well, I Julio. think he could do it. I think he could do it.
0: Let's read some comments really quick. Let's Sure. Read,
2: um,
1: <clears throat> El German Mantis, goes. I sure hope he's done Marcus Rashford. <laughs> That's right. He He's pleasant, pleasantly content uh, with this signing. Herman uh, Overosler, I don't know if I spelled it right. My apologies if I didn't. Hopefully we get more butts in seats too. Correct. I think that's also a really huge assessment, and I believe that's going to happen. Al Negron says, let's fucking go, Muriel. That's right. Um, I'm excited. El El Germantus says, um, Duncan's agent, a whole clown, LOL. We'll talk about that in a little bit. That guy, man, unbelievable. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll talk about Duncan in just a moment. But, you know, uh, Moriel's definitely set to, he, he, he's coming to the MLS to prove that he still has it, right? And I think he could do it, you know? Um, and I think he, he has, he's in the right team, in my opinion. You know, yeah. Um, would you say a
0: golden boot? I'm just kidding.
1: No, I mean I don't really look if I'm he scores I, I think if he scores eleven goals this season, I think it's I think people are gonna be like, Oh, okay. You know, and there, and there is a world
2: is- where like him and Suarez are, are two <laughs> big golden boot options. Like that could happen. Yeah, it's not crazy. You they could they could be You know fighting it out for the most goals it could happen
1: hopefully yeah so people were telling me you know from from my other podcast they were telling me you know luis muriel is like uh what Kucho hernandez want you know wanted to be you know like a play at that level you know like which hernandez come from the third second division of of spain right Uh, obviously young kid but Muriel has played in Europe for so long, especially in Italy. You know, he's he's playing in big teams there. So, you know, like, in, in a way, it would be funny if the MLS has, you know, especially this coach for the Colombian national team, Nestor Lorenzo, which is a fantastic coach, by the way. Um, I feel he, and he looks really well at the MLS. That's why he called Cucho. He's like, how, how am I going to call up a player that plays in the MLS scoring so many goals come over here we need you i don't care if i have Bore, if i have hamis i'm gonna i'm gonna still bring you over cuz you just became a champion in your in, in your in your in your league you know what i mean like you know and so imagine if muriel starts doing great you know i think that's what he's aiming for you know he feels like he's gonna definitely make a huge impact there um, there you go
0: hey hopefully so um our next topic is has been the most controversial topic in Twitter last week. Can you show us, Luis, whenever you can, um, that famous tweet from last week um to talk about our most talked player of this offseason, Duncan McGuire. Um we saw last uh week after the appealing from um uh, I forgot the I forgot the club. It, Rovers? Exactly. From the Rovers, that they couldn't appeal the appeal was denied. Obviously, I knew that this was going to happen, but who am I for the league, right? So his agent went ahead to Twitter and start tweeting not so great stuff about um asking around any other MLS uh team wanted a starting striker for their team. I'm just gonna ask you guys, what is your opinion of this silly clown tweet before I say my opinion? John, go ahead. I know that you're laughing because you're you're like saving your comments right now. But what do you think about this tweet, John?
2: I think the guy is an idiot, and I think that's ridiculous and unprofessional. And I think you should never do that. And you should understand that client privilege is something that's extremely important in the world of being a soccer agent. So if you just blast out your client's needs on social media, that's not how it's done. That's not professional. Uh, I think also it just it just all it's like a slap in the face to us Orlando fans who have been really. Honestly, really good to Duncan and, and been quite accepting of the fact that he's wanted to go and supportive of him. And even when everything's happening with Blackburn, we've just all still been like, it's fine, you know, come back. Well, it's not a problem. And so for his agent, uh, you know, I think there's another thing he puts there where he says, uh, anywhere but Orlando is one of the comments he made. He like quote tweeted a fan and put anywhere but Orlando. I, I just think that's insulting, honestly. I think it, it's not it's not gonna kill you to have your client here for another six months playing for our team. I think the guy just wanted a payday. He didn't get his payday, and then he decided to, you know, as in England we say he threw his, his toys out the pram, which means that he like, you know, he threw a fit basically. He's just like a little child, like a toddler, just going off. And it's it's really unprofessional, and I hope that Duncan fired him, honestly. I think and if Duncan didn't, I would start to question Duncan's judgment. <laughs> and I think um, a lot gotta, of yeah. a lot of what we've seen with Blackburn and why we were all like, just stop, give up, move on, I think is driven by this guy who kept pushing a deal that a good agent, in my opinion would have just said, "Hey, let's stop dealing with Blackburn because they're not worth it for us." They're not mm-hmm. worth it for you, right? But I think it, sometimes you get these agents that are, you know, obviously they want to get paid. It's their job too. But sometimes they push more on what they want than what is good for the clients. I think if he was honest with Duncan, he would have said, "Hey, let's let's forget about this. Get your head down. Go back to Orlando. In six months, we'll get you a better deal." If That's what a good agent does. What this guy did is what a very bad clown show. Correct use there by everybody of an agent does and that's everything i have to say on that and i could stay here and rant all day
1: but i'm done
0: what about you louise
1: um i'm professional um there's a lot of there's many ways look you could be money driven in life and, and and that's okay to be money driven in life it's 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 your call up you make that decision you're an individual you make those choices um but there are ways of handling things not to make your your you know whoever you're representing look like a you know look look bad upon not only fans but also with the with the with the club right a bad rep you gotta keep it all on the wraps, control the situation and just because, you want to chase that paper quoting uh Dr. Dre, you know, just because you want to chase that paper doesn't mean you're going to do it, you know, like playing, you know, dice on the streets. You got to do it with class. You got to do it with integrity. You got to do it ethically. Right. And I think the way, the way he did it was like John said, I'm professional. Uh, and, and I think, It just depends on on Duncan if he wants to fire him. I mean, look, he retweeted this picture, right, of some Philly Union fan, right, you know, respected club. But I feel there's something a little behind what's happening with Chris Megaludis. Uh, I think that's his last name. I think he doesn't like the front office of Orlando City. I think – And the why do I say that is because if you look at his tweets, uh, there is a tweet from the City Beautiful game, which is an account, and then he did a he did a you know he wrote Duncan walking in and finding uh, Luis Muriel sitting in his locker room awkward, and then he tweeted Luis, is this you? Like Luis Musi, so. There's something there that tells me that this guy probably didn't like talking to Luis and and maybe Ricardo, you know and maybe he felt like they were you know um, not treating his the person that he the, the, the player that he's he represents the right way. And also maybe he feels like you know me, meanwhile the club is looking, the club is looking for the best interest of the player, in in good faith, and the club. Whatever happens to his agent, the club isn't. They, they don't care about what happens to anyone's agent. I mean that that goes to every single club in the world. And nor should they. Nor should exactly. Nor should they. Now, there there are, and this is where. This is where shady deals happen. There are times in which bad clubs have a backhanded. They talk to the agent and says, okay, look, uh, we're going to make it look like I'm giving you five, right? But I'm actually giving you three, okay? Right? And I keep two. That happens down south in South America. That happens down south. I don't know again maybe maybe he feels that he should have get a bigger payday and maybe the club orlando is holding their ground as a as a club and 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 do good for duncan and do good for for orlando city and he doesn't like that you know and, and I feel he there's something some animosity between them. And, you know, it's not good to put Duncan in that position either because he has to go back into that locker room now and he has to go and look in Luis's eyes and look at Ricardo. It's just very bad PR. It's like, you know, and look, I'm looking at his website uh, right here. Uh, This is going to be a plug. Hopefully we get paid. You know, uh we don't (laughs) want to promote this guy. Yeah, yeah look, he represents. He represents, you know, uh, Becky G's boyfriend and Paula Riola, yeah, and, yeah, and Nahar, you know, you know, you know, these are good players. Uh, Luchi Gonzalez too, you know, played in Peru, you know, but you know, a lot of people from the MLS, DeAndre Yedlin, and all that stuff. So you know, um, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like he's he's done and and this is not the first time apparently this happens with this guy. You know, this guy has had some issues in the past with other players too. And again, that's not us for for us to discuss, but you know, I just think it's unprofessional completely. I mean completely unprofessional.
0: Regardless he gets fired. If, absolutely. And then regardless if the deal went through or not, <laughs> or any beef between him or Luis, or Ricardo, we don't know. We don't know what's happening in the back. You never burn bridges. Like, it's ethic. Basic, one-on-one ethic. You don't burn bridges, no matter what happens between. Because you never know when you need them back. And look, karma. (laughs) Duncan needs to come back. And like you said, Luis, how Duncan is gonna go into the locker room and look into Luis or Ricardo. So, never burn bridges, guys. Like, this is a lesson learned.
1: Yeah. In so, anyway,
0: I'll oh, go ahead, Louis.
2: Sorry.
1: Yeah. You know, let's put this tweet from Tom Bogert, everyone's favorite Tom Bogart so right from The Athletic. I said this ahead, Louis,
2: because he was trying to obviously drum up. I think he was doing the tweets partly to actually get, like, you know, it's cheeky, but you. also it's he's yeah. actually advertising Duncan, right? So, other MLS clubs, we see Tom Bogert then the next day tweet out several MLS clubs have been contacted by Orlando City, the possibility of trading US men's national team for Milton McGuire, but those inquiries were sh- swiftly shot down. Orlando's stance is clear. They insist they have no interest in a trade. So, this is basically Luis then had to spend the whole day <laughs> answering phone calls from MLS teams, being like, no, we're not doing that. We're not trading. We're not going to loan him in the league. We're not going to do that. He's just our player now. Like, so Chris's little plan obviously didn't work, and he just served, I think, anger Luis more because Luis probably wouldn't offer him out or, like, he didn't want to. So Chris tried to do it the backhanded way. Yeah. That's how I see this. And then, obviously, it didn't work and et cetera, et cetera.
1: And then I hope, I hope he's not telling Duncan, you see, Duncan, I tried, dude. I tried to chase that paper for you. They're underpaying you, man. I'm telling you. They're underpaying you, man. We gotta get, we gotta get fed, man. We gotta get fed, dog. We gotta get fed. You know they're underpaying you. You see, they're 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 pushing. They're they're shutting it down, man. I, I want the best for you, my boy. You know, if he's playing that, you know, that fake gangster type stuff, you know, that's horrible. You gotta be upfront. You two guys,
2: before we go to the comments on this. Do you think when Duncan, everything fell through from Blackburn, right? And then he's thinking in his head, do you think he really thinks I can't go back to Orlando for six months? Like, you think he's mentally checked out of that? And that's him driving a lot of this? Or do you think it's more like he still wants to pursue other options, but is quite actually happy just to, to be back in Orlando?
0: I mean. And this
2: is all. Probably only for six months, right? Let's let's be yeah. honest. It's not the end of time that he has to stay with us for.
0: I don't. Based on the history of the agent, it seems like the agent is pushing him to go to Europe. And we talked about this before. Now.
2: But I'm saying if Duncan, I was. Like if you're Duncan. Do you
0: yeah, if I was Duncan, I, that, that was my set. Like <laughs> if I was him and I need to come back. Regardless, I saw that the club tried in my eyes, right? I will go and I will rip every single game that I will be called out in the formation. Like I will go in, put my 120% on each game if I was Duncan McGuire. Because probably from here to the summer, I will get a better deal than, than the Rovers. A better a better team will look at me with more experience in the MLS because he has only one year in the MLS and he still want to go to Europe, fine. But if he has more six months, prove them wrong, be the Duncan that we saw last year, even better, rip them apart and I will have better options in the summer. That will be me putting... Duncan's Maguire's hat.
1: Look, and another thing, I think, and I'll be honest with you, I, I believe Duncan should make a. I mean, he's the only one with the power of putting out this fire. Because this is not a way. This is not a way to start the season with Orlando City, right? I've, I've. This is not my first rodeo. I've been covering, you know, really bad stuff happens down in South America with transfers and stuff. So look, um, it it could have been worse, right? But, but I feel that he should be like, okay, guys, we're in the middle of preseason. I have six months here and see my options. Uh, I want to do the best I can for the Orlando city fan base. I love Orlando city. Thank you for supporting me. And uh vamos Orlando. If he does that and puts that out, I guarantee you, you know, no one's gonna say anything. Now, the problem is that his agent has, has gone and talked back to the fans. That's a huge red flag. You just don't engage. They may be pissing you off, to be honest with you. They may be they may not know. What you think you know they may not be at your level of expertise because some people are like that right uh which is horrible to think about that way but either way you don't engage like you you're bigger you know you're the agent of an athlete like you don't this guy is actually engaging and read and retweeting people and commenting on people's stuff and so i i feel like if he's gonna stay and he's gonna represent Duncan, still after all of this, Duncan needs to put out the fire out because eventually, look, if I'm if if I'm the like they say it in Europe, the gaffer, if I'm the gaffer, I bench him right now. If I see Muriel scoring two goals and you know coming up, I, I'll bench him.
2: I agree. I I don't think we should start him in the in the Champions League. You know,
1: I, I mean, you you know, or you play nice, you do nice by Orlando. That has actually supported your decision of going to Europe. And I know the reason why John they're pushing him to do that is because time's ticking, man. He's 23 they're they their kids 21 22 already in Europe thriving so I, I think, think we, that's we get of all of that
2: but now like you said we just need to clean the slate so if that's the yeah. case of like even if it doesn't need to be official thing just like even to training after training somebody get duncan on a camera and just get him to talk about the fact that he's happy to be back in Orlando and he's put it behind him let's yeah. just move forward honestly but until that happens and I, I think Oscar is skeptical. About, like, we didn't see him in the Revs game, he was just sat over yeah. there. No reason he could have been playing, I don't think, right?
1: Right, he could so have, he, he obviously, could he was minutes.
2: left out for a reason, and I think that's because his head isn't on right. And until it is, I, I wouldn't put him in the starting lineup. I'd keep Enrique up there, or I'd put Luis Muriel in before I put Duncan back in right now. Uh, Paula, you want to do the comments, or Luis, you want to do the comments? Yeah, I can do
1: or? the comments. Give me one second, Jeffrey. Yeah. Oh. It's still Duncan's agent, so I can only assume that they talk. Regardless, Duncan will get humble when Muriel shows up. Herman says, the only statement I want from Duncan is a brace on opening day. There you go. Itromic. At least he didn't just randomly start training in Turkey <laughs> and then try to silently peace out on us. Germantis. Thoughts on Dagger moving up to the midfield rather than right back?
2: It won't mm. happen right now. He's a right back. No, actor, right? Right I think right back. they might use him in the midfield when they need to. <clears> but,
1: right? Yeah, I'm right. now. Al Negron, Duncan does owe the fans a statement on his stance and commitment to OCSC and its fans. Agreed. It says, uh, we don't really know what Duncan has actually said, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubts as Herman that's o- true. over Rosalie. Yeah, I agree. We don't know. And that's the reason why. He should clear up the air and say, hey, guys, you know, I, I'm Vamos Orlando, right? I, I'm, I'm Orlando all day. You know, my career started here and, and I'm ready to rock and roll. That's the only thing he needs to say. And then no one's going to say he can keep the same agent if he wants to. He can put out this fire really easy. Nyaki he says, uh, where is uh, Duncan, Where where is Duncan's contract with Rovers? Cancel for the summer offer too. I don't think they will have any money.
2: They also came out that Sheffield Wednesday are back in for him in the summer, mm-hmm. so...
0: It it could change. It could change. That's a lot thing. of things can change between now and the summer. <laughs> we will know, like, in May, probably, right? May, something could be rumored. But in,
2: until then, oh. Duncan's just got to play good ball. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter what happens in the summer if you don't play good ball now.
1: Elgerm Mantis, any striker need a new agent? Ask him for a friend. There you go, Daniel I don't know Barrett. who
2: commented that on X. It might have been you, but somebody put that. And I was like, that's great. That's genius.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Daniel Barrett. What's up, my friend? Good to see you. Uh, Jeffrey, oh, you don't think Duncan was being verbal about how he feels about Orlando? You know, look, maybe, but he, he needs to keep it to himself. I mean, he's a professional. You know, it's like you're complaining at your job that you hate your job all the time i know there's people that do that but you know you just don't do that plus also i don't know and i'll, I'll give the mic to to, to john um maybe the, the the agent is saying hey you know orlando's a small market look uh you know they don't sign players like inter miami look what uh is doing down there you know look with Paul Arriola in dallas you know he could be saying that too you know and then maybe he feels duncan feels like he's Probably better suited for an LAFC, a Sounders. You know, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think yeah. about that, John?
2: I'm not sure, Duncan, actually. Like I said, I think yeah. Enrique and Muriel are like more that kind of false nine striker that connects with our attacking midfielders. Like that suits us more. Like, but they're, they're, like we saw, Duncan could definitely play in an Austria system. He could score goals for us. Yeah. There's no, I think, I think it's more about if he's mentally chosen to leave and then not being able to leave and coming back. Like you you think you've taken that next step, but you haven't. So you got to mentally reset yourself. And he doesn't need to go to another MLS club to do that. He just needs to focus on his football.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Let's, let's go to our next topic. And a lot of people were, were asking about our next topic. Like, are they staying? Are they leaving Orlando? Give us some insight. So I don't remember exactly when. I think it was on Friday. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but Luis and Ricardo are staying. We had a lot of of you know nuggets between the off season, the draft. Believe me, if they were not, you know, staying, they wouldn't been there. But um, they're officially staying uh through 2025, two years contract um per Tom Bogart. Uh, Moreira turned down advances with two other MLS clubs to stay with us. Musi um, would have options if he become available. But good news is we don't have to think about their, they have to leave. They're staying with us because... I know that Moreira believe on this project that he and Luis are building because it's not only Ricardo, it's Luis too. Like, let's give a little bit of credit to Luis Musi on this one as well. So, two ma- masterminds are staying. Let's see if it works out for them this year. What do you guys think?
1: Go, John.
2: I was gonna let you go first on this <laughs> this wonderful one. Okay, yeah I, I i've it's just good i mean there's nothing there's nothing else to say but it's something that we've expected to happen you know there was questions earlier in the pre like you know preseason because there's always this sort of early season like are we going to change everything but when it seemed like oscar was on board and these guys were there doing the super draft and we see them on tv giving interviews it's like okay so they're still with us but technically they hadn't, you know, they haven't signed, right. They were under contract with us, but they've signed new contracts and these talks that they were having were ongoing throughout all of this period. So it's great now to see that they've finally locked down on new contracts. And it's also great to see that they're happy to stay here. Like, you know, I, I put on, on X that they've been really, um, building something over the past three or four years here and, For me, it makes total sense. Like, why would you want to leave something that you've been working on? And I now think is like kind of at the peak. Like the squad that they've been building, I think now is better than it's ever been. So you're not going to walk away when you're, you know, you're betting high at the table, right? You're not going to walk away when you're winning a lot. So I think they want to see this out, whether that's MLS Cup, whether that's, you know ccc what that is some kind of major trophy that they can put their name on and say i built this squad you know this is part of my career now this is part of my resume i can go on to other places and i I do think that once that happens the likes of ricardo definitely will be headhunted maybe to go to europe maybe to go be a gm at another mls club take that next step Uh, but for right now these guys you know are doing a great job and I'm super happy to, to have them here and for the future and, and really appreciate the difference they've made, you know, before we were just a sort of maybe make it into the playoff club. Now we're like a, a top three or four club. Uh, and that's a lot of which to do with these guys and their recruitment.
1: I want to first and foremost, apologize to Luis Musi uh, for Misspelling his name all the time. I, and he's called me out on it. Um, and uh, I'm so sorry, Luis. With a Z, I, I kept, it's with a Z, yes. And uh, <laughs> he made it very clear with a Z. So, but um, you know, it's if I can re- if I could summarize it in one word, is instrumental, and they've been instrumental for the growth of this club um they brought in facutores that was being sought after for a lot of South American teams, um, big big clubs when he was hot and Orlando got, got him. Uh, he brought Pedro Gallese from the Mexican from um, from South America as well. Robin Jansen uh, he drafted Daryl Dike. they drafted Duncan McGuire. So these are these are two intricate instrumental players and in what has been the foundation of winning in this club you know pre Morera, pre Luis, it was a little it was a little dim i will have to say we started making strides on winning with these two guys and uh, not only we kept our core as a squad but we've kept our core in the back office and and and, and the front office too and i think that goes hand in hand and they showed it and i mean they're they're loved by everybody in the club uh by the players the players always they're there for them you know uh and super personable very down-to-earth guys if you ever see them like they say hi to you they 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 have no egos they the egos check out at the at the door they're super nice and great professionals and they show it and the team is growing because of 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 that of their knowledge and i do see what john says you know eventually let's see imagine if orlando wins the mls cup this year and maybe the CCL, you know, or, you know, the, you know, or one of those, like John said, you know, this is that's part of their resume. And it's, you know, they could be going and being, be a GM in England, you know, for Nottingham Forest or any other club and, you know, that, that, that wants them. And they'll, and they'll do great. You know, they'll do fantastic. So, I'm just excited of, of of that. It was bound to happen. People say, no, but you have to announce it now. You you know, you have to, you know, what's gonna happen with them. But you know, I think you, uh we waited so long. The Wills knew, knew forgot. The people forgot
0: about them and then they they announce it like hey, here they were waiting for a now. Friday
2: with no news, no Duncan news. That's what it was.
0: <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, but happy that this two masterpiece are part of the this club through the 2025.
1: Um year, Bracalo, so. too. they brought Bracolo and, and now Muriel, yeah. right? So
0: unofficially Muriel, but yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of sides of Muriel. Like here we
1: um, go, <laughs>
0: Um just a reminder for everybody. Uh there is kick kickoff week. So we had the purple pride 5k already happened last Saturday. I did it a few years ago, like two years ago, I did it. Uh, i couldn't d- do it this year but it's super fun um the the ref games is already gone uh, last uh, saturday as well tomorrow there's a pareja perspective um talk like a uh, it's a it's a conversation with him um it's in the and uh, the non esploria stadium so sorry inter and co inter and co
2: stadium that's the first one <laughs> the first the first misname
0: Exactly. Um Orlando City Stadium. Um, then the jersey launch on on Thursday, and the I forgot the name where it is, but it's in Short Street. Um, it's a, like a cowboy Cheyenne area. saloon. Cheyenne saloon. I love that place. Um, reverse car wash. Have you ever heard about a reverse car wash before?
2: Yeah, so this is like what is was telling me about this? This is like where they like Paint your car and like your car, stuff. They
0: throw stuff at you,
2: right? It's like you know, like when you're in college and they're like, Yeah, like let's get like the paint rally. and like ride on your for the pep rally, ride on your car, like go nights or whatever. They throw
0: like uh,
2: that's I think that's what they're doing. Yeah,
0: color. So if you want to
2: jazz your car up, go. <laughs>
0: so it is on the 17th of this month, so reverse car wash. I have never heard about that. had to google it but yeah it's a thing apparently it's a thing um magnet monday then the Concacaf watch party in the 21st that's the our uh, first away game um for this season then trivia night whoever loves trivia night go is on the 22nd bingo No bingo, man. I love bingo. I I get super competitive with bingo. Um, Kickoff luncheon on the 23rd. And then the best for last, our home opener on the 24th against Ruan. Um, never mind. Montreal, home opener. (laughs) So hopefully everybody goes to that opener. Let's see some. uh, There's new comments before we, we go to our last things. Let's read some. Comments yeah, sure. Let's
1: quick. let's let's go ahead and read some comments real quick here. Thank you so much. Is there by any chance do you know the latest on what's going on with pro? Ooh, so, that's a good question.
2: Yeah, um Tom Bogart reported that the PRSA and Pro agreed on the basic framework over the new CBA, which would avoid uh the work stoppage and therefore the MLS season would start. Basically, they'd agreed on some terms, and that means that they won't. I don't think they've agreed on everything, but enough to get them started. to mm-hmm. stop the work stoppage in time for the MLS season to begin like next week. So that's great news. Mm-hmm. Um, it all seems like it's being resolved, hopefully in time, but it's not a hundred percent done yet.
1: So you should add um, a little thing on there. It says, please ref uh, better. <laughs>
0: A disclaimer.
1: I don't oh, think no. they have time for that. Like, <laughs> you know, we could be there all day about assessing <laughs> the rest. Please just, officiate better. Just give yeah.
2: them the extra dollar and get them out there.
0: The terms and conditions, <laughs> just put it there.
1: Uh, reverse car wash, reverse car wash. They mark up your car with Orlando City teams using markers and decals, is Herman. There you Thank go. you so much, Herman. Thank
0: you, Mr. Herman.
1: This is uh, Martin. This is Hola. ¿Qué tal, Martin? Hola. Buena tarde. Will Werhan it says, guys. I knew I got a new Peruvian restaurant in my town up here in the Panhandle. What what a dish do you guys recommend I try? Well, I will tell you, I'll take Lomo, that one,
2: Luis. I know
1: Lomo, Lomo on. Saltado. Yeah, so it's, it's called. Um, right here, I'm gonna write it down for you, so you, you're you don't able want the to. English
2: guys' opinion on Peruvian food?
1: It's like a stir. <laughs> it's like a stir fry. Uh, with, with, with beef tips, with onions, tomatoes, um, uh, a little bit of soy sauce. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's grilled and I've
2: had that. It's really good. Yeah.
1: And then you put like some, you know, uh, little potatoes, like, you know, fries, uh, on the bottom and then some white rice is really good. Uh, I recommend it. There you go. Um, there you go. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Try it. Uh it says, um, it's still Duncan's agent, so I can only assume that they talk. Regardless, Duncan will get humble when Moriel shows up, says Jeffrey. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, for all your comments, guys. Appreciate it. There you go.
0: Oh, he he put another comment there.
1: I said, So That's far chaufa. I've tried the fry rice mm-hmm. with chicken and shrimp. Oh, arroz chaufa. That's chaufa, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good too. You know, it's 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 delicious. I mean, well, for example, my you know um here my some some members of my family don't eat fish so they so it's weird i do i do but for a peruvian
2: that's got to be weird right that's weird i like we're doing a whole 10 minutes of cooking at the end of yeah right here yeah (laughs) next week i'll tell you guys all about shepherd's pie
1: there you go thank you thank you for
0: the comments guys remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, don't forget to hit that bell icon so you can receive notifications that we release videos. Because we don't only upload videos for our, our podcast. Luis do a tremendous job to add some content um, in the week, so don't miss anything from us. Just hit that that little bell right there. Don't 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 hesitate. Um, we're aiming for 1,000 subscribers. So, please, please 1K subscribe. Party. Hey, we should put confetti, poppers, yeah, and everything if we, yeah, we get to 1,000. We should do an 1, event.
1: 000. We should do an event, invite everybody. Maybe we should In do it a bar, it at a, or, something a bar like that. or something. Let's do right? that.
0: Let's do, let's do that. If yeah. we go to 1K, let's do a big event. Yeah. We're 723 right now. So, we're almost there. Please help right us, there. guys. It helps us a lot with the um, you know algorithm algorithm and all that stuff. So go hit that notification bell and subscribe to our to our channel. Follow us on social media, LPO Twitter, LPO Instagram, LPO Facebook, Facebook, Facebook group, TikTok. Don't forget about TikTok. And I do some content in Spanish, Tiro de Esquina, O C. Those are that is right there, like right there is our social media. So follow us. Don't forget about Louise and John. John, do you want us to share your Twitter?
2: Yeah, just John Rollins OCSE. Follow me over there for all my notes and everything about Orlando City.
1: You can find me on X at Pineda underscore ORL. You can also follow us on X at LP underscore podcast. Um, and also, we're on YouTube. Like like Paula was saying, we're trying to get to 1K subscribers. Uh Subscribe, tell your friends, and you tell know, I'm friends, just also before we go, very excited for the for the jersey.
0: Yes, um, yes Thursday. Thursday. I'll officially. be there. Very excited. I will be there too. So thank you for listening. And bombers Orlando.
1: Vamos Orlando, guys. Vamos Orlando.
0: It's-